Fine, okay, so um, we are in the middle of Oz Gimel. We're talking about the process of um, humanity trying to make its way back from having fallen after the hate of other Mauritian. And the Ramchal told us that Hashem... Um, allowed Adam to maintain a bukoach in potential ability to come back to his original level. We spoke about the awesome midrash about by the sweat of your brow you'll eat bread. I mean, default is we eat grass. But if we sweat, that we eat bread. Right? So, uh, externally, bepoil, uh, humanity was fallen, um, you know, sophisticated apes. Um, but uh, had the ability to come back to the Madrega of of other Mauritian Kodamachet. Okay, so then the Ramchal told us that Hashem allowed for a period of time, a specific period of time, and again with all these things, how do I know this, why this much, why not that much? Those are questions that, you know, a, a number one, any amount that Hashem would, Hashem has to pick some amount, right? So any amount you would pick, you would ask why that amount. And then second of all, the answer is because those are things that we can't weigh up. We can understand how it makes sense. There should be a certain amount of period uh, while the branches are being formed. Basically like a dif- differentiation, you know, like the, uh, you have, um, let's say, you have a plant, and then you, know, you exert certain pressure, and it differentiates, and you get ten different species, right? Ten different types of plant, whatever it is, theoretically. You know, uh, that's what, that's what uh, they believe. Um, so, uh, so, okay, so, but, and then at some point, you leave that, and then now you kind of work with that thing, or the analogy that we said is children versus adults. Children go through very uh, major... Uh, changes in differentiation, right? One child, if you um, uh, you train him in this area, he'll become very adept in this area, but he'll be quite inept in another area, right? Another child, you can take him in a different direction. But once they become adults, they kind of solidify much more. Now you're kind of um, more limited in that flexibility that you had as a child. That was the analogy we used. Okay, so... And the, and the answer is that was 20 generations. Hashem determined there's going to be 20 generations of the roots. Uh, 20 generations is 10 generations, Mishnah Perkyava says, from Adomeritian to Noah, and then another 10 generations from Noah to Avram Avinu, 20 generations, until the Dor Haflaga, the generation of um, you know, the building, who tried to build the Tower of Babel to to. Uh, rebel against Hashem, and um, you know, at that point, uh, that was the that was the end of that period. Um, so the Ramchal points out that throughout this whole time, there was there were always people who were good people and would announce and tell people, you know, you should really do tshuva, you should really try to come back. I mean, it was never that any generation can say, oh, well, we weren't even aware of the fact that there was ever such an expectation of us to come back to Hashem, to 
live up to a level of righteousness or whatever. There were always people. There was there was Noah. There was there was uh, shame, Aver. Right? There, there were always people, uh, certain individuals. Okay, um, but the point is, humanity overall uh, was not interested, and um, by the end of this period. Um, Hashem judged everyone and saw that none of them were fit to come back to the original level of being an Adam. Adam in the sense, with, 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 with the capital Aleph, Adam, right? Uh, uh, the real man, right? Means uh, the one that Hashem created. Um, except for Avram Avinu. And with Avram Avinu, Says the Ramchal, these are words I want to read because we want to look into look a little bit more carefully. Avram levado nivcher, and Avram alone was chosen. B'maisev v'nisala, he was chosen in his actions, and he was elevated, and he was established as a. Um, Lofty tree, precious lofty tree, um, and he, who would bring forth the branches, etc., from whom would come basically a nation, right? So, um, I guess first of all, just just to make a, a duke, to make an observation, right, um, is. Avram is described as being the only one who was Nivcher B'maisov. Now, Nivcher, Jeff, means what? Chosen. Chosen. And B'maisov means what? Yes. In his deeds. Right. Now, those two are contradiction. Right, Jeff? So, if I say, okay, guys, um, I'm going to fire off this this um, racing pistol, right? And at that sound, the two of you run as fast as you can to 7-Eleven. Whichever one of you gets a Slurpee and runs back and brings me the Slurpee, right? You're going to get this really yummy candy bar. Right? And I shoot the gun and you go running and you know, no one knows what happened out there, but we just know that in the end only one of you came back with a Slurpee. Right? Um, is that called that I chose? The, uh, now that person comes and he gives me the Slurpee I give him the candy bar. Does that mean that I, I chose him? Did I choose that man? The one that came, that came no. with the Slurpee? Yeah. Why not? He, he did it on his own. Because it was his actions that, that, that determined, right? Okay. His actions you determined. Was that? Because of, you chose because of his actions. Yeah, yeah, I still don't really see how that fits. Avram performed. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. We well, you take a test. You take a uh, you, you take a test. We make an entry exam. You take a test. You get an eighty and you, uh, percent, right? And you get a ninety-five. And then, so 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 then, so then I take you. 
So is that called I chose you? You got an eighty and you got a ninety-five. So is that called? Is that set called the test? What? Set the so test. I set the test. That's true. Yeah, but he did better. So you right, so you're he did better. Criteria. Is that called that I chose him? You're saying because the actions he beat you. He beat you. Uh, he did better than you did. So the so the test is you know who's gonna be act the most human, who's gonna act the most like other Mauritians should have acted, who's gonna be the most righteous, but it's right? Who's gonna be the greatest Avodah Hashem? And he did better than the rest of them. So is that called to be chosen? Mm-hmm. So if if I bring uh, if if I bring you two flavors of ice cream, lemon and strawberry. No, so, so which one would you choose? I don't know, lemon. Uh, really? Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> See, Yosef's like, like, what? You're joking, right? Because why? Because that, that's a choice. Choice is that it's something that's coming from inside of you. Right? It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not that one is better than the other. Some people like lemon ice cream, and some people like strawberry ice cream. That is a choice, right? Um, so the, so the, um, for example, the Kuzari says that Avram Avinu was almost a divine being, right? He was totally different than all the people in his generation. Um, the, so is it, it's not, uh, okay, um, or the morale in a number of places. The morale says has this awesome observation in the in the. Oh, Jeff, um, let me, which part are you learning in the in the uh, Guari right now? Lachlacha. Okay. So where Hashem is choos- you know, telling Avram Avinu, he's going to become a nation. He's going to make his name great. All this stuff, right? Okay. What did Avram Avinu do to? be chosen like that? What does it say in the Chumash? doesn't say in the Chumash. It doesn't say in the Chumash. What do you mean? It, well, it be, be, be before Lech Lecha? What did he do before Lech Lecha to be chosen? Yeah. Um, I don't think it says. If they had a partial snow. So, so, so the model says, how can it be? How can it be? How can it be? Isn't it the strangest thing? You're telling a story, right? And the story begins like this. And God appeared to a person and He said, You! Go! I'll make you a great nation! You're going to be this! You're going to be that! I, um, why Him? What did He do? What's he, how's He special? Nothing. You know why that is? Because it says the morale, so that you, because it, so you shouldn't think it was because of Avram Avinu's righteousness that he was chosen. Rather, like the like the Pesach in the Chemia says, "Ubacharta Bavram." Mm-hmm. You chose Avram. You Hashem. You came in and you said, "You, I'm taking you." Right? And you took Avram. You took him out of Urkazdim. You took him to Eretz Yisrael. Yeah. Because if it would be that Avram was chosen because of his righteous deeds, okay, 
So then what if his children are not so righteous? Then forget it, then you're out. No. Aram was chosen because of the neshama that he has. He's a very, very special neshama. Nobody has neshama like Avram Avinu. And therefore, I, the rest of us, we look at him, we look at other people, I don't know, they look kind of similar, I don't know. Not sure. Avram, Karan, you know, Terach, I don't know, they're all kind of, um, maybe, similar looking people, right? But, uh, but Hashem looks at me, he says, right there, that, that man, that's the guy. Regardless of what he did, you're saying. Oh. How can that be? Don't we have to have your free will and you could have taken it any way you wanted, right? So you oh. protected oh. himself. So right? One second. So Exactly, yeah. Right? Right, that's what... He wasn't, wasn't born in that. He's, he's speaking what I'm thinking. That what? That he had the opportunity to choose to make his own choices, to elevate himself amongst everybody else that was there. So he still obviously did a pretty tremendous thing by becoming the, the chosen one, so to speak. Because it could have been anybody else. It didn't have to necessarily be Abraham. How could it be anybody else? He's the one with the, with the, he's the, one with the neshama of Adam Rishon. He's the only one with the neshama of Adam Rishon. Yeah. Nobody else had a small percentage of Adam Rishon at that point. No. What? I, I never heard that. Yeah, so I, what's, what's with Shane and Abraham? What about them? They're great people, right? But uh, but the point is, Avram Avinu is the one that Behi Baram. The Torah says Behi Baram, right? In in the Maisei Bereshis, right? Eil told the Shemayim Vahar. It's Behi Baram. What does Behi Baram means? The hay there is written small hay. Anybody know that Rashi over there? Bishvil Avraham. The whole world was created for Avraham. Okay, but not because of him making himself. So, 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 yeah. So that's so that's what the morale says. That's what the Kuzri says. That this was a unbelievable neshama. We can't even imagine what kind of neshama this was, right? And the, and that's why he's chosen. Chosen is when I make a decision. You guys can't understand why I'm choosing this over that. The answer is I have deeper insights than anybody else can see. That's that would be called a choice. Right. Um, only only Josh knows what unique things lemon flavored ice cream does to his to his taste buds. Right. Nobody else can relate to that. Right. right? So too Hashem when he chose Avram, it was something that's coming from inside him. He he's privy to information nobody else is privy to. Seems like a contradiction between the Maral and the Ramchal, but the truth is it's not. Okay, because the. The Maral himself asks the question in in Derech Chaim, his commentary on Perkeavus, right, where it says that Avram Avinu was tested with ten tests. Mm-hmm. So all the commentators ask, why does Hashem have to test Avram with ten tests? Doesn't Hashem know the purity of, of Avram's heart? He says, yes, Hashem knows the purity of Avram's heart. But it has to not only be in potential, deep inside, right, but it has to be actualized. Only once it's actualized, then can can the uh, like like Hashem says to like Rashi brings after the Kedus Yitzchak. Hashem says, "Ata yedati kiyir Now I know that you're 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 a person who fears God, right? So Rashi says, "What does it mean?" Hashem didn't know before. Avram Avinu is a year is a year lokim. Hashem doesn't know. So no. Now Ashav Yeshli Ma. Now I have what to answer. 
to the Sultan and to the Umus Ha'olam, when they claim against they come and say, why did you choose him over everybody else? And he says, now I'll have an answer for them. Okay. Don't they say that the... We're going to answer... I understand. It's, it's meant to be painful right now. It's good. Enjoy the pain. Okay? Let us Try to answer it. I, right? Um, so, the... So, Avraham Avinu clearly is inter- internally a very, 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 very special person. Right? But there is also Midas Hadin. There's also strict judgment out here where Hashem runs the world according to Mishpat. Mm-hmm. Hashem doesn't run the world in a seemingly unfair way. Right? So it also has to confirm, conform to Mishpat. To, exter- to, to, to justice. So... And that's what that's what the Ten Nisons were, and Avram Avinu managed to actualize all of his all of his unique potential, but not to say that that, that other people really could have done it, because they never had that neshama to begin with, that level of neshama. I thought we just said they could. Like the, the, the I know, I know, I know. So the difference is, the difference is, are you talking on a level of mishpat? Of Hashem, the world, and this is going to be a theme that's going to be that, that the, the Ramchal spends a very significant portion of their of Das Tvunus discussing, which is that Hashem runs the world with two conducts, two very different, almost conflicting seemingly conducts. One is called Hanhagas Hamishpat, a conduct of justice where everything that happens is just, is appropriate, uh, according to what the person did. And the other one is called Hanhagas Hayihud, conduct where Hashem does exactly, plays out the game that He wanted done. He runs exactly the way it's it's been planned from the very beginning. Now we say, wait a second, how can that be? If Hashem has a plan, and it's going to go that way, so it must be we don't have free will. If we have free will, they can't go the way that Hashem planned it. You know who asked the question? The, the Rambam in Hilchus Tshuva says, there's a famous question, and the answer is we can't know the answer to that question. Because we don't understand how Hashem can know things that uh, even though we have free will, but he, but, he already, but he knows everything anyway. And it's going exactly the way He wants it, even though we have free will. That's called Yidiyah, Bechira, those two seem to be a conflict. Yidiyah, Hashem knowing everything, Bechira, us choosing, they can't coexist. The answer is, we don't understand what it means, Hashem's Yidiyah. It's completely transcendent. Okay? So, it says we can, uh, that's, that's what the Rambam says, so, these two concepts, Hanagas HaMishpat and Hanagas HaYichud, do appear to be conflicting, but the answer is they're not. Okay? So, Hashem, uh, now, the Torah, of course, speaks about both. In, there's Pshat, and there's whatever it is, Drush. Uh, yeah? Deeper understanding. So, on the Pshat level, everything is Mishpat. And the Derech Hashem, He's coming to tell you the Alderech HaMishpat. There was a opportunity, everyone was given a chance. Avraham Avinu came out, head and shoulders above everybody else. And he is the one that became the torchbearer of humanity. On the other hand, 
the morale is telling you the drush, the deeper conduct, where really came from the beginning. It was meant to be Avram. He is the one that had the unique neshama. Hashem chose him, right? Uh, and it couldn't have been anybody else. And it's not a contradiction. We're going to see the same exact thing on the next page as well. We're going to when we talk about the nations of the world accepting or not accepting the Torah. We're going to see the same exact thing. It's going to be Lishitasam again. The Ramchal is going to take his approach of Hanhagas HaMishpat and the Maral is going to take his approach of Hanhagas HaYichut. Now, I, is going to be based on actions. Judgment, exactly. Now, I want to point out to you though, that's the, the duke that we started this conversation with, is that the Ramchal himself writes that Avram Levado Nivchar, but might use chosen, so I think alluding there, hinting, to the fact you don't think that Avram was the only one that climbed the top of the mountain and therefore he won and it had nothing to do with Hashem. No, it was, it was Hashem chosen. It means it was a Bechira from Hashem's side. Right? But externally it was due to his actions. Yeah? Are we Hashem's chosen people? Are we the chosen people? We are. Right, based on the fact that we chose to follow the Torah, no? Um, well, no, it's based on the fact that we're the sons of Avram and Edom. So not because we could, we didn't have the choice. Of that, of oh, that so we're going to revisit, that's why that's that's I said, we're going to talk about this very conversation again on the next page, and we're going to talk about Mat and Torah. Did I have this like conversation the, again? Didn't, we didn't technically have a choice, right? So did we, did we not? We, on the one hand, we knew, inside we knew that if we don't accept the Torah, the whole world is going to go to nothing, right? It's gonna, it can't be that we don't choose. On the other hand, we chose. So there's a similar idea that there's not really a choice. Exactly. Uh-huh. exactly. So it means there is a choice. Externally, there's a choice. Internally, there's no choice. It's you. You're the one, you've been chosen from this, from Sheshishimei Bereshis, from, from the very beginning. It was always Bereshis, Bishvil Reshis, Bishvil Yisrael. Right, Rashi's So that's um, same exact concept. Yeah. Okay. So we got uh, externally Avram Avinu, so to speak, out, out competing everybody. But if it would be uh, just a competition, and Hashem says whoever comes back from the seven level, the slurpy first wins, then you don't say Nivchar, you don't say chosen. It just means he won. He's the one that did it. It shouldn't have anything to do with Hashem choosing. She should be that. And Avram is the only one that climbed to the top of Mount Everest. Hmm? Um, so it's this interplay between Yidiyah and Bechira. Okay. Um, so when, when, like with a person that goes through college and they, or whatever, there's some type of competition where multiple people, and they're all good, they all have let's say the same grades and the tests are the same entrance exams and the same GPAs and everything like okay. that. Okay. Um, and one person is chosen. Like, what, what verbiage would you use in that situation? That would be a borrowed term chosen over there because okay. meaning that hopefully the admissions committee or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully they're not choosing just based on, like, some, um, you know, just because I like the guy. Right, that uh, w- w- they're probably using some non-quantifiables. For example, maybe he was more sociable. Maybe he looks like he'll fit better with the group. Maybe he struck me as being a little bit more intelligent. 
you know, whatever whatever that may be, right? But yeah. really, there, it's just another test, <laughs> right? Meaning you took the, the ACT, you have grades, and another test is the interpersonal interaction, right? Where which you know, potentially could also be a test, right? They, you know, if they made computers smart enough, you could probably entrust a computer with that task, right? To try to predict who's going to be more successful, you know, later down later on in their career or whatever it may be. Here we're talking about having having inside information, having knowledge that nobody else has, right? That's true choice. Choice is unique to me. I'm choosing what you, know, you other people wouldn't necessarily make the same choice. It's me choosing because it's mine, right? Like let's say you choosing your wife, that would be like that, right? One 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 woman is not necessarily better than the other, but this one you love and the other one you don't. Okay, so, um, so then we, uh, the, the, the world went, as, uh, you know, this is the end of the branch period. Um, he, you know, at this point, humanity splinters into 70 progenitors of nations. Uh, eventually, some of them are already born, some of them are to be born soon. Um, even in fact, some of these nations are still yet to come out of Avraham Avinu himself. So it's not so straightforward as the Ramchal paints it, right? Because we know that uh, Yishmoel is going to... Um, is going to be one of those nations. Right? Um, and comes from Avram. Um, some of them are going to be born much later, like the like um, Moab and Amnon, right? Are going to be nations that come from Lot, who is the nephew of Avram. Right? So they're, they're, they haven't even been born yet. Or maybe they were just born as little children, but certainly not a nation yet. Right? But um, but the point is, the, the, you know, so to speak, is spiritually everything is already set in place for 70 progenitors of nations. And now that all gets locked in. He says, you know, to you it might seem, what's the difference? There were people back then, were people today, people are people... And, and I think the reason is obvious, because we've never known um, people who are root people, people from whom an entire nation could come. We've never seen a person like that before, right? So we just assume people are people, because the only people that we know are all branch type of people, right? They're all just leaves on trees. But well, those people back then, they were, they were you know, root people, that from each one of them came an entire tree, an entire... Uh, nation, um, clearly people with you know, the unique spiritual powers, and he says that they're all uh, a bit different. Uh, the Ramchal doesn't say, but that uh, I've seen brought, brought in this forum is if you imagine Adam Arishan, imagine you know, Adam Arishan, a person, right, with body parts, obviously, and an shaman inside of him, right? Now, make that into a glass statue, take a hammer and smash it, break it, right? the whole thing crumbles into many, many small pieces, okay, so we'll say the body bre- broke into 70 small pieces, and the neshama is a separate thing, so the neshama went to Avram Avinu, and those 70 small pieces that the body broke into, each one of those is one of the nations of the world, all nations together form the body of, of Adam Brishon, so, you know, 
Some nations are very you know, intelligent, some nations are very passionate, some nations are very strong, some nations are very you know, know, enduring, some people, some nations are very happy, right? So those would be from all the different body parts, right? That's, uh, that uh, of Adam, which, I mean, they all have their own unique personalities, of course, you know, Hakol Nitnel Erechen, so within each nation you can also have, you would have a full spectrum of people, right? So, you know, even amongst a nation that, let's say, overall they're just kind of like fun-loving, not very intelligent, not very organized people, but you could have amongst them um, very, you know, intelligent, big scientists or whatever it is, and vice versa amongst, uh, you know, the... Amongst the Japanese, you know, you, you have um, musicians also, you know, or, or whatever it is, right? Okay, so that's uh, that's the uh, that's the divide over here. Um, okay, Oz Dalad. So Oz Dalad is the tremendous chesed that Hashem did with the nations um, of the world. Is that even though that's it? I mean, they're all out, right? They're now kind of going to continue being what they become due to the hate of Adam Rishon and they're continuing in that same um, vein which is um, you know a very low level of what a human being could have been right um, and Avram Avinu is the only one that that, uh, that is made it back to that level that's shy to Adam Rishon right? um, but yet Hashem gave them, each and every one of them, the opportunity to be misguided, to convert, and the, the analogy he uses is, is grafting. Any branch from a tree can be broken off from that tree and grafted onto another tree. Now, the interesting thing is that if you graft, um, if you graft a branch onto a, onto a tree, right, so what's going to happen is that at the end of the day, it's, it's expressing the roots. It's expre- it, it just be, it becomes a, a, a new expression of that of the of the tree that has been grafted onto. Right. So too, you, know, you got this. Um, I don't know. Uh, extremely athletic person um, who converts to Judaism and now we've got like a you know this really great basketball player who's Jewish you know so uh, <laughs> um, this that's uh, so, so he's expressing that root of Avram Avinu um, having been grafted onto that new tree so you say so okay so what's the difference from what used to be the, before it used to be the, the root nations now we're in the branches but what's the difference if all the branches can still just break themselves off and graft onto the tree. The answer is, as a tree, they can't. I mean, each individual um, non-Jew can convert to becoming Jewish. And it's unbelievable. We we will gladly accept anyone, right? But as an as a nation, they even let's say a whole nation chose to do it. Let's say they all got together and said, hey, we're going to do it like the Kuzaris, right? So the Kuzari king said, we're going to do it. Um, his nobles decided, yeah, it's a good idea. And then a lot of people... Oh, it was real. For almost 300 years. 
the entire kingdom. I thought he in some of the details in the book are are um, you know potentially he couldn't have known all those details. Maybe he, so. So he built. It was uh, maybe it was a certain in hand, but the story, but the historical, absolutely no question about. It. So, but then even if that happened, it would still be as individuals. I mean, even if all of them together agreed to do it, right? It would not be the nation doing it. It would be as individuals, right? So the so the root kind of has to be let you break off all the branches, graft them all onto the tree of Avraham Avinu, right? And leave that other one just stump. The roots don't exist right. anymore. But follow its members, follow the nation's members. No, the roots wouldn't follow. The roots can't follow. You break the branch off. The individual people can move over, but they have to leave their root behind. Doesn't that koach or whatever it is get eliminated in the world? So the whole nation. What especially? I'm saying they have a whole nation. Yeah, I don't know if you would ever have a whole nation. That's, you know, that's individuals. Individuals. So the nation will get smaller and smaller, but but uh, it will still be. But these are all roots of Adam Rishon, right? These are all pieces of Adam Rishon, or what? These are, uh, these are different pieces of the fallen state of Adam Rishon. So meaning that they're, but the goal is not to somehow have them all like put back together again, right? Well, that's kind of how they operate. All of humanity together... You know, kind of let's imagine all of humanity collaborating and operating yeah. together. That would be kind of the full state of other Mauritian together, with the Jewish people being that the, the soul for all of that. Like let's, let's say they all accepted us as their leaders, as a mamlechus konim v'goy kaddish, as a nation of priests and a holy nation, and they allowed us to guide us. That'd be like the neshama guiding all these pieces. You know, that would be the goof, right? And humanity would you know, flower and prosper, and it would be a pretty darn good time. But that's still all of us. I think it's what Josh is saying that one one of those fallen pieces, you're not going to cut off all those branches and stick them on the Jewish one. Right. right. You're not going to. The, and by, you don't want to do that because that could. They have their own purpose. No. Because well, at the, no, no. Because at the end of the day. Um, like the Rambam writes a number of places when um, based on the Gemara that when a person comes to convert you tell him you, you know Kodesh Borhu created Olam Abba only for one reason and that's for the Jewish people so that's the uh, converting to that is, is you, you're becoming a person that's that's uh, now the uh, we can talk about. Uh, actually, I should I should take that one back. is not really the reason for all of our as far as the Rambam understands. Um, every tzaddik has his own all When we say that means the Rambam clearly puts that into that the rishoyim of Israel who do not merit to have their own Olam Abba, they have, a, they have a share in, 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 in other people's Olam Abba. But that's not really the way that it, that's not really what it was created for. Olam Abba was created for the Tzadikim, the, the, the Yisrael, uh, to have Olam Abba. Um, and then he says that the Hasidi Umus Olam, righteous Gentiles, which means where they stay attached to their tree, 
but they keep the seven mitzvahs of Bnei Noach, they have a chalik in Olam Abba, the same as the Rishay Yisrael. Don't have their own Olam Abba, but they have, they have a, they get to share in Klausel's Olam Abba. But, um, so, remember, in Olam Abba, there's not going to be this thing. Adam Rishon didn't have this false state. He was all up there. Like we said many times, that prior to the sin of Adam Rishon, his goof was level of where our Neshama is today. Which means the Leshem says that there were no nations of the world back then. It was, it was all what we would call today Jewish. Adam Rishon was Jewish. Yeah? Once he fell, then it created this external shell of which is the lower state of humanity representing the the uh, as represented by the by the non-Jewish nations. That's a fallen state of humanity. That's not how humanity is meant to be. Humanity is meant to be kolkulo to Hashem. So whichever non-Jew can do that, yeah, absolutely. Just, just saying, whichever one can do it, it's a tremendous chus, and it's it's, it's 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 a tremendous chesed that Hashem did with them to do that. Jeff, go ahead. So we're talking about not robbing the Klarpa Masa. I'm sorry. You were saying he was chosen through by his deeds or with his deeds. Abraham, yes. Abraham, right. So I'm wondering what happened on the flip side with the other nations. In other words, was it a, a defect in the Shama or a defect? So that's in the what we're saying. So that's, that's what we're saying. That depends on which which. Yeah, you know, it's like in a great analogy to this is in physics. You know, is Newtonian physics right or wrong? It's right. Well, but what, what about what about um, you know th- th- relativity and quantum mechanics? Is that right? Or that's also right. It depends on what register you look at things, right? It's like a microscope. Are my hands clean or not clean? Where well, they're clean the way I'm looking at it, but if I zoom in the microscope, I'm going to see they're not clean. So different registers of looking at reality. So in Hanhagas Hamishpat, everyone had a go, everyone had a chance. The only one that was that level of righteousness was Avram Avinu. And the Hanhagas Yes. And the Hanhagas Ayichud and Hashem's knowledge, foreknowledge is the answer is that uh, no, no one really had a, had a true chance to begin with because they were not they were not the inheritors of that neshama of Adam Rishon. Is that like uh, calling a race with uh, people with broken legs and people with good legs? Uh, it's more like saying we're gonna we're gonna allow things to express them. It's, it's more like planting seeds and then saying, "Look, the rose is the most beautiful." Oh, what do you mean the the what's it called the uh, the, 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 the the tulips never stood a chance. Like, okay, but I still have to grow them in order to take the roses and put them at the head table, right? I still have to grow them. We didn't even start. What? Thank you. So, did Hashem really have that much involvement in the world until Abraham came along? Hashem has as much involvement in the world as, as, as humanity lets him. So you're right, until Abraham came along, most of humanity wasn't too interested. In fact, that was the building of the Tower of Bubble was to kind of get him out of here right to, to, to so like when Hashem destroyed the world with the flood what was really the, the point of that what was the point of that yeah because you're basing it off of their, their actions right yeah so why should 
Yeah. Yeah. So we have we have another three minutes. Let me just try to uh, get to a, to a stop uh, um, stopping point. So we want. So again. So that's the tremendous chesed Hashem did for the nations of the world. That each individual person can approve himself and move himself over to graft onto the tree of Avram Avinu. Os hey. Um, it, it is that he is it not only on a national level level there is roots and branches that there are people who are the roots they started a whole nation and afterwards there is branches but even within a nation there are like trunks you know, like main like main vein main parts of the tree main big branches coming off of the trunk and then little tiny twigs coming off of those right so too you can know, see that again and what is that that is the 600,000 people that came from Avram Avinu that, that, that left Mitzrayim and here's where we're going to see again the thing that this is where Yosef was trying to lead us right we're going to kind of see this what we just played out earlier from going from root to branch we're going to see it again now going from what should we call it um, main branches to to to, to twigs, yeah. So as that's going to be happening again, there's still some fluidity in humanity, and that's what's going to be happening at Matan Torah, right? And that's going to be important because it's going to be another opportunity for everyone. We're going to have to explain why that is. But the Ramchal is going to tell us that, like like Yosef pointed out, Klausel at this point um, did go through some sort of a conversion to becoming Jewish, and it's a big discussion in the Mephorshim. Was it a conversion? Was it not a conversion? I mean, if, if it's a full-on conversion, so it means you lose all your yichus. You lose, it's like breaking the branch off of the tree and grafting it onto somewhere else. But also, where are you grafting it onto? There's nothing left. If all the Jewish people are grafting, what are they being grafted onto? And also, what? We're breaking ourselves away from Avram, Isaac, and Yaakov? Right? On the other hand, there clearly is a conversion happening here. So that's what we're going to grapple with next week. Okay, so we're halfway into hate.